Okay, you can put your clothes back on now, boys. Welcome to the Knackered Football Show. Uh, in the studio tonight, we have Ashley Simmons, and he's brought two mates, because I can't remember their names, so you're going to have to introduce <laughs> yourselves, guys. Right, yeah, so I brought um, Andy and Mark with me tonight. Hello. Hi there. Hi, guys. Um, there's going to be quite a lot of talking points, or two main talking points, I think, having looked at the Twitter sphere earlier. But before we do so, um, do you want to hark back to Saturday and... What you thought of the performance? Yeah, well, I, we'll come to you boys in a minute, but I was pretty pleased with the performance, to be fair. Second I think um, coming into the game, I was pretty worried that we hadn't uh, we hadn't scored many goals in the, in the whole of the month. I mean, September was quite worrying at times. Uh, we were getting pegged back by teams. Uh, we didn't look very confident going forward, although we were pulling out the, the results. So, yeah, pretty confident. Um, going into the tie, but whether or not we could actually beat Tranmere on the pitch was uh, was another question. But thoroughly surprised by the performance in the end. And I think um, even though Tranmere actually played their game, come to Portman Road and actually played their game, so give them credit where credit's due. But just overturned them in the second half. And mm. It's quality, wasn't it? Yeah, really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, before the match, I was expecting us uh, to get a victory. Really, um, I think they're fourth bottom. Um, and it's the sort of team that we should be turning over um, by by that that kind of goal difference. So um, I, I was really pleased with the, with, with the performance. Yeah, some great goals in there as well. You know, I think that's another bonus. Really, what we've seen at the start of the season. You know, rather than just the odd mucky tap in, it's, it was actually nice to see some mm. some worldies. You know, we saw um, Garvis free kick. That's Beautiful free kick. I, don't, I can't remember the last time we saw such a beautiful free kick. Absolute rocket, wasn't it? And then Kane Vincent Young, one of my favourite players at the minute. You know, taking the taking the whole crowd mid team on and leaving him in his dust really. So it was, it was great to see. You know, first half wasn't particularly great, but you know we weathered the storm that Tramme gave us and then got back and ultimately dominated the game towards mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Yeah, I made the mistake of saying that. Uh, What's his KY Jelly, as I call him? Kane Vincent. <laughs> always, uh, I was saying, he's had a really quiet game today. He's not done a lot, and like ten minutes later, he then yeah. goes and takes on the. He whole just world seems to be that kind of player. We yeah. haven't had a right back that's been no. that, that forthcoming. And, and to be fair, that attack-minded in a long time no. really suits Lambert's style in, in the sense that we want to attack from the wings. And we don't, you know, in the last two or three games, it's probably been complained to say we haven't had anyone to to go down the wings. Mm. We've not had someone to rely on. But see where this number 10 and this free roll comes into place is that those wingers can freely run up the pitch yeah. and get back with with those three defenders at the back and have enough support to do what they need to do. I mean, look at Garbutt scoring. I mean, that free kick was absolutely sublime. Yeah. Like I said, I think I said it yesterday, it wouldn't be out of place with the likes of Ronaldo and Messi. With, like, the strike was absolutely quality. Um, Kane Vincent Young just seems to be tearing up every week and... You can see why Hurst got rid of him, can't you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, what is the what is the guy's problem? I mean, I can remember speaking to you last year, mate, and saying, "Oh, yeah, we'll be safe under Hurst. We won't go down." And that's that. Well, I think we all thought. I'll that, take that back. Fair. You know, yeah. unbelievable that he didn't sign that player at the time, I and mean, we could have gotten for free. Yeah, we've now paid half a million. for Well, he him. let him go for free instead. He yeah, didn't. It's just yeah. just ridiculous. But um, in terms of in terms of our players, I'd say he's quite clearly our, our best player mm. without a shadow of a doubt yeah and do you think we'll hang on to him um, not if it, I don't think we will eventually but I don't think we'll have any problems. how long we can hang on to him isn't it yeah really? I don't think we'll have any problems just yet um, you can go under the radar in League One for quite a while yeah. um, it's as and when we get back in the championship 
how long he's going to be playing in the Championship because for me he's a Premier League player. We just got to hope that this time he gets some decent money. Yeah, exactly. Think, think, uh, Spurs could do with him now, really. To be honest, the <laughs> right back problems. You know, I, don't I know who the, let him go. Yeah, I don't know who the, let him go. I was in the pub surprisingly yesterday, and it, 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 I was watching the first few minutes, and it ended. I went to the loo, came back, it was one all from nil nil, um, and then I thought, oh well, this will do. I had to go anyway because my partner was there, so we had to go. Got back by the time I switched on the news, it was seven two. I thought, what the hell happened? You know, it's just <laughs> yeah. unbelievable. And I told a mate, and I said, oh, they lost seven two. He said, I presume it was in Munich. I said, no, 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 unbelievable. That's, that's the kind of wins that we're getting this season, yeah. beating people in their back garden. But we, the, the trouble is, we're not having two good halves, are we? We're playing no. one good half per game. And uh, Milton Keynes, you went presumably, yeah, we and absolutely battered them first yeah, half. Only and criticism then, of a Paul Lambert side is that it's only got forty-five minutes. In it. Seems to, doesn't it? Yeah, and and it's it's either one or the other. You come mm. out play really well in the first half, don't show up in the second half, mm. or the complete opposite. Yeah, and. I mean, if you have a bad first half, you know full well you're going to come out and have a good second half. I yeah. mean, that, that's the only thing I can say. But you see that last season towards the end that we were, we were playing with a bit more, you know, projection. There was something coming from the side, but yeah. we never really had 90 minutes in us. And that's effectively how we got relegated. We, when Lambert came to Ipswich Town, we had absolutely no um, identity as a squad. Mm. And it took time for that squad to gel, 10, 11 games. By that time, we were relegated. Yeah, and and that's the thing. A lot of people didn't realise the kind of the, you know we're on a sinking ship, and relegation was the only way we we're going to get out. Mm. But you got to f- got to remember we we are only ten games in. It feels yeah, it's really good, but um, maybe well, definitely we're getting ahead of ourselves a bit. We're ten games in. Um, we've had sta- change of style from four four two three five two, and we've still got some. Big players to come back in Freddie Sears and Teddy Bishop. Um, Lancaster. Yeah. Ben Morris, Flamini. Exactly. We've got quite a lot to come back, haven't we? Um, and I mean, with the depth in the squad, suddenly we've got we've we've gone from having one winger to suddenly having this great depth in, in midfield with yeah. uh, a lot of versatile players. Um, so in terms of ninety-minute performances, I think it will come. Um, and Colescuse came out today and said that. We aren't performing for ninety minutes, um, but and it's something we need to do. Um, and I, I, I agree with that. And um, I, th- I think it will come. The more we play, the longer we will dominate the games. I want to. I want to agree with you there. And just before Mark gets a word in, um, we actually went from for, for the first time this season, we've actually come out of second gear, mm. and we actually you battered Tramia in the second half. It mm. could have been six goals. Yeah, we had yeah. that many chances. Norwood for me is the only only player who's not really. Yeah. Really Definitely. got off the foot. Is is still holding back. I mean, the majority of his goals are penalties. He's yeah. missed eight one on ones that I've seen this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we've been we've had the the luck of going to all the games this season, so we've seen all of that. But um, <coughs> you know, when you see him at home, you see a player who's probably inside a shell, a bit frustrated. He can't can't do things, and I think it, this groin injury is a bit more serious than we than we believe. Possibly, isn't it? Yeah. And, and it's definitely going to. You know, pinning yeah. back this season, but it it's bit, feels a bit reminiscent of Grion Edwards. Um, the end of last season, there was talk of him having these groin injections. Yeah, um, and it, I mean, Norwood went off what looked like quite a lot of pain at uh, Milton Keynes, and then suddenly he's back fit the next week and wrestling. <laughs> and I mean, has he has he had an injection like? Um, well, it makes Grion. you wonder, doesn't it? Because yeah. groin, groins are notoriously. 
dodgy uh, things yeah, to try and cure straight on. Honestly, wouldn't surprise me with Ipswich. You know, Norwood's sort of had a fit bit of help as far as we know, even for him to rock up at Ipswich mm. and suddenly he's to pick up some sort of mystery injury that we can't get to the bottom of. But hopefully it don't come to that. But like the boys were saying, you know, I don't think we've been... Unlike Andy was saying with Scooter's comments, we haven't got out of second gear and, and to produce that 90-minute performance until, you know, I think we've seen fits and spells the first half of MK Dons. If you added that first half to the second half of the Tramway game, yeah. I don't think, you know, we'd be blowing teams away. But the key thing for us is 10 games in, teams that you'd associate with us being also promotion challengers have been very inconsistent. So yeah. Portsmouth are closer to League Two than they are the Championship. <laughs> uh, Sunderland's love a draw, love a 1 1. You know, Peterborough look world class one week and then. I mean, you the said next. it right there. Sunderland were calling for, you know, um, whatever his name Jack is. Ross. Jack Ross's head last week. Yeah, yeah. This week, they're praising to the, to the hills. Yeah, whereas, whereas we, you know, I don't think any fans really sort of gone. Christ, we're storming this. You know, people are still wanting more, hoping for more. But we're top of the league with, you know, two points clear of the team below us. You know, it's first. I think for me, I think for me personally, it's hard to see who you're, who's actually challenging for Mm. for Mm. your position when you're looking down the league. If you're looking up, you've really Mm. got, you've got a good idea. And I mean, when you go to Fleetwood on Saturday, you know, I'm sure we'll get onto that in a minute, but. they they know where we are and they know what they need to do to beat us. So yeah. it's going to be you know be interesting to see. Did you ever see that Sunderland till I die? Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, wonderful, wonderful series. It's great though, isn't it? I love I mean, to see a club die like that. It is. It really is, deserve it. To be fair, it is that way. But also, it's interesting to see how how uh, stressful it is behind the scenes, yeah. especially on. Uh, but I think we went down day. different to them. Would you mm. agree? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We, but we definitely realised we were going yeah, down, and we definitely. made the changes before we came down. And you know, that's evident to see from the first ten games of the season, mm. but. Oh, they were convinced they were going to go straight back up, yeah, weren't they? they? And they yeah. even started well, didn't it's they? Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's almost like they wrote the script for that series before yeah. they were going yeah. down. You know, you had all the trouble with Gibson and gra- the grab and debacle. And, you know, there's so much going on there. Yeah. It was almost, watching it, you think, well, this isn't real. But it generally did happen, which was really, like, the quite freaky thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, though, isn't it? Is it yeah, just it, to look behind the scenes of a They've done quite a few. But it's really interesting to see. You don't really see that side of the game, you know, that's we all sort of are shrouded in mystery, sort of yeah. the footballing world. It's nice to actually get that exposure. The problem is for these series is that they follow these so called big clubs, the the clubs that have been yeah. in the lower leagues for the last ten, fifteen years, exactly the same as Ipswich Town. Um, you follow your Sunderlands, your Leeds and they, you know, always fail to deliver yeah. at the mm. at the final hurdle. And yeah. I mean look at Leeds last season. They had it in the palm of their hands, just threw it away. Yeah, mm. exactly. But a bit like Derby do every year. Yeah, Derby bottle jobs, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. bottle banks. Look, they've done it again this season. We can't mention bottles. That's yeah. a bit of a sore yeah. subject. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we, might, we might get onto that if we've got time. Uh, we identified two sort of talking points, almost, well, both from today, actually, on Twitter. Yeah. So I'm going to read out a few Twitty things, and then you can... Um, digest. You can digest and comment. Right, this is from Jules. I'm just re- reading them out in the order they came, so if, if they repeat themselves, <laughs> tough. Uh, this is from Jules. Hi, Jules. Good evening, GB. Good evening, Young Ashes. <laughs> Hello, Jules, man. Que- question, do you know Jules? Yes, I do, yeah. You've heard his Blackpool story, have you? Oh, I haven't heard the Blackpool oh, story. Oh, God, I might tell you afterwards. Right. <laughs> it's best if he tells you. It's hilarious. Um, good evening. Yeah, right. Question is, why the hell are we having another game cancelled due to internationals? We have such a quality squad for this league, especially when momentum is on our side. I can see a backlog coming. 
Oh, God bless Backpool Tower. I'll explain what that means at the end. Cheers, Jules. <laughs> yeah, well, that goes to your point, doesn't it, about having a big squad? Yeah. Why I'm, aren't we... I mean, personally, I'm looking forward to the to weekend off because, yeah. you know, up and down the country every weekend's a bit stressful, and especially this weekend, we've got a oh, long, a, long trip. It's a nightmare it? to get to. Are you driving up? Or? No, no, we're getting the coach. We're using that half-price coach ticket yeah. that we got Everyone, everyone in, uh, invest in your gold memberships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, there's a lot of people who would never touch a coach and are all going by coach. It's such a nightmare. I'm no, but to... to be fair, I think um, given the opportunity, there's we, we've talked about this, seven, seven players that could potentially go on international duty. Three of those we would consider first team, absolute first team players. So that's Flynn Downs, uh, Alan Judge and Andre Dezel. Uh, mm. Two of those were in our starting 11 on Saturday. Um, Good point. You know, if we're going into Wickham with any less than what we would expect to play, and I'd say on Saturday that was the strongest starting eleven we've had this season. Um, if we were to go into the Wickham game without that, we'd be doing ourselves no favours. And I think we need to go in as strong as we can into every game this season. And playing a weakened side is not going to get us to where we want to be. I mean, that 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 might work as long as we don't get caught up in cup runs and things because uh, then well, we've you've got two games a week every single I week mean, <laughs> we're going to at least get to Wembley once this season but you've got to play games I mean, but look what happened to Sunderland and Portsmouth when they got to Wembley it probably yeah. cost them yeah, so, you're um, right. Anyway, uh, Mrs. Nuts, do people need to get a grip and stop? This is the other sec- second subject we uh, we thought we might be ending up talking about. Do people need to get a grip and stop squabbling about away tickets and accept that Jesus is not around to divvy them all around equally like loaves <laughs> and fishes? Can I take this one? Like, <laughs> honestly, the gold card and the ultimate memberships are there for you to use they're not some it's not like the nando's black card it's not this secret <laughs> myth you can buy one for 15 pounds now and if you don't take the opportunity to get early access to tickets and you miss out it's full on you really unfortunately you know i've, I've heard rumors that these south end tickets more people applied for them than they did for oasis at nedworth <laughs> you know they've been that valuable you know but you know it's just Tickets, like you say, tickets aren't divvied out. You know, a lot's been made about loyalty schemes and things like that. Yes, maybe that is the way that we should have done it, but ultimately the tools that you have are available to everyone or the vast majority of fans. So use them, you know, it's not exclusive. Mm. We, we got our tickets, no problems on Monday morning with our gold cards. No, no stress, yeah. and yeah. we have every week. So did I, but what if everyone has a gold card after exactly. that Exactly, that's, that's the thing. And um, what you've got to say here is that when they're, you know the amount of gold cards exceeds the, the away following that we are potentially going to get at these games, you'd have to say, look, what are the other options? Who, where, who's been to most games? Who deserves to be there? Yeah. And that, my, my question is, is why, why is it the only game that seems to be within a 60-mile radius is bringing <laughs> everyone out from the sofa mm. yeah. and trying to get a ticket? I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. it doesn't matter where we go, where we go this season. No. You've got to follow the town. I mean, you can't miss it. You can't no. miss a season. We're going to go up this I year. Look, I look at two games that I can think of one that's still on general sale at the minute and one that we've been to. So the Bolton game was, was 750. Yeah. You know, Sunderland took 4,000. <coughs> 4, I know it fell on the Ed Sheeran weekend, but there's four nights the Ed Sheeran. If, you, if you're a Cherry Ipswich Town fan, you'd, you'd not go on the Saturday. Um, <laughs> and then the Accrington Stanley, yes, has been moved for Sky, but I think there's still over a thousand tickets left for that game. Mm. You know, it, I know with this distance to travel, but if you're that desperate to go to an away game, I think it's purely because Southend is right on your doorstep. And like mm. Ash was saying, it's people, <coughs> you know, their mums let them out for the weekend. They're allowed to go down to Southend because it's not very far. <laughs> 
but uh, you know, there's people. Uh, Most of the day in Hamilton yeah, Hall, I, I, of course. I, I, I could go on all night, but it's literally turned into <coughs> like Ticketmaster and StubHub on my Twitter. But mm. an important point to note is that, um, <laughs> say, Bolton, we only took 700. Um, obviously, them still knocking about, that was a consideration for a lot of people, I think. Um, when we look at Fleetwood this um, this weekend, <coughs> um, I think I saw online we're taking 1,500. So, and, that's, and that's a sellout. So. Sellout as well, yeah. And that's a furthest away game of the season. It is, yeah. And let, to put that into perspective, I mean, 1,500 is an absolutely amazing amount mm. of fans to take that far. And why can't we emulate that all over the country? Mm. Well, th- well that, I think that, we that's can. as far I think, as you're going to get. Yeah, really, I'm guessing there's few less going to Accrington because a lot of these are new grounds, aren't they? So a lot of people would have gone to Accrington last year. The same with Bolton. They've been there, so that's why the crowds aren't. People are going because they're new grounds as much as anything, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. This is good fun. Anyway, Tony Staunton. Hello, Tony. Good evening, GB and Ashley. What are your thoughts? And friends, of course. What are your thoughts about the Wickham game being postponed? I personally would prefer Town to play rather than to postpone. We have the strength and depth of a squad to cope. Also, the post-international break slump is always a worry. Yeah, so I think we, we talked about this. 27, 27 international breaks that yeah. we failed to win afterwards. Oh, is that true? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, which is just absolutely terrible form. But, you know, we can change things this season. We've set records already. Um, we can come back from, from an international break and play. On the other hand, I would like us to play. Well, we did with Dons, didn't we? Was yeah. that after the international break? That was after international break. Uh, no, we drew nil nil with Doncaster after the international break. Um, but the the problem is is that you play these fixtures, and if, if you do lose, or, you know, Mark said it plenty of times, people are going to come back and say, oh, why did we play it in the end with... We've lost the game because we missed Judge and, mm. and Downs. And we certainly would miss Flynn Downs. We certainly miss Downs, yeah. He's, he's played, the, I think he's the third most minutes this season. Mm. Um, close to <coughs> Holy, I think it's Thomas Holy and Caden yeah. uh, Jackson. And to be honest, he does a lot more than people see during a match. Oh, so. yeah, I, I think I've mentioned on the show that one of these players, meet the players thing that they have yeah. at the Darwin places. Um when they had Chambo and, and Cole Skews, and they, this was last year, and someone said, asked them who they thought was the best young player at the club, and they both said Flynn Downs. Yeah. Yeah. So, very highly rated. I do see a point. Of course, it could go the other way. We push the game, we uh, postpone the game, yeah. play on another they, date, and lose then, and then they'll say, well, we should have played it. I think they have announced the date. For yeah, 26th and 26th, and, 26th, and yeah. I think that the weekend after that is the FA Cup second round, so... Knowing our record in cup competitions, we'll have another weekend off there by looking. Hopefully, <laughs> we may play it to our strengths. I mean, it, you know, it's it's no secret we're going for a promotion this season. Um, I think they tried to play it down the the day before that PR. It wasn't a PR blunder. It's absolute magic from mm. you know Lambert saying I've not got enough support mm. um, from Marcus Evans right right before the you know, yeah, first yeah. game scene. Absolutely sucked the the soul out of me. I felt terrible going yeah. to that game. Yeah. On no, Saturday. I know what you mean. But, um, you know, the, the way that we're shaped up and everything, I don't think it would be a problem if we do miss a game. The games are going to come thick and fast at some point, um, but we'll be ready for it. But think, the night games are fun. Anyway. Just final point to add. If we were top of the championship, um, and obviously we've got the international breaks, <coughs> would we be having this, this debate? We'd, we'd be saying, good, let players have a rest and kick on. When, when they get back so in my opinion that's what we'd be yeah, saying exactly. so why is it any different now yeah mm. ok and I'll read out another one which 
says completely the opposite. Cue the moaners. Why on earth would we play a game against second in the league with a weekend, weekend squad? Postponing the fixture is absolutely the right decision. That's from Daniel. Hi, Dan. Yeah, so he yeah. agrees. That's what we, what we said I mean, last night, if we? you look at their squads, all right, let's take second and third. <coughs> We're looking at Wickham Wanderers and, and Fleetwood here. Um, neither have got international call-ups. They'd have a full team. They'd have a full team. They'd have a full team. Mm. Um, we're looking at seven players, three who are, have a direct impact on the starting eleven. Um, you've got two, in my opinion, that are they're for, trying to force their way into the squad, which is Dober and El Mazzini. Um If we don't have those players competing for positions, it potentially makes our players feel a bit more comfortable. Mm. What that then does is then has a cascade effect on how we play and our attitude. So I'd rather have a full squad. And it no. means uh, Jordan Roberts might make the bench, and uh, we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving swiftly on because we're running out of time. This is another one from Dan. Is it, a bad, is it bad to be a little arrogant in our position? After every game, I seem to be getting the feeling we're getting we're much better than every other team in the division, and we haven't even really hit our stride. Thoughts? Absolutely not. You don't I mean, agree? I mean, we've been like stagnated for yeah. so long. I mean, you come down. Um, yeah, but he's referring just to this season, isn't he? Oh, right, yeah. So, yeah, we come down, we come to this season, and uh, no, I don't think you know there's any problem with it. I think yeah. we can be arrogant. No. There's a, there's a mix of fans. You know, you've got the people who remember the glory days. You know, yeah. the, eight, the late seventies, early eighties. Then you've got the people who have sort of had the resurgence in the nineties, and then there's people <coughs> our age, you know, early to mid twenties, who have not seen nothing. You know, we've, we've endured season of the angry, the angry little Irish man. Porno Paul Jewell and the dinosaur of Mick McCarthy. You know, we've got nothing really to... You know, I think I said a couple of weeks ago on the 12th Man, one of my highlights is when we signed Sylvan Legwinski. You know, that is one of my genuine highlights of being an Ipswich Town fan. He's a good player, wasn't he? Exactly. But, like, I think people just need to... As long as you're having a good time in football, you know, don't get wrapped up on... Mm. We get far too wrapped up in the past. You know, there's a lot of... When, if Sir Bobby was here or... Blah de blah, you know that goes around. You know, football's changed exponentially since then. You know, oh, you you win the word of the day. There you go. Yeah, it was always a word of the day. Exponentially, I'm going to have to rattle on because we got there's a couple of emails as well. Hi, Greg. This is from Izzy. Hello, Izzy. Uh, okay, we're winning and we're top of the table. So what is there to moan about? How about the first half on Saturday? It was dire. We were so lucky. Tranmere could have been two nil up at the break. When are Town going to manage ninety minutes? Which was pretty much uh, read our minds. Yeah, by the way, it's a good job we're in the division. In this division, because teams in the championship will be punishing town. I agree, I agree, actually, because yeah. yeah, when we are under the cost, they would have. We've had yeah a number of times where uh, we could have got you know gone yeah. down again because we give teams chances. Yeah, and will you explain what position Alan Judge is playing? He lines up uh, on the wing, but drifts into the middle and even across to the other wing. Saturday lined up in a more midfield position, but ended up on the wing. <laughs> People seem to really rate him, but he's an undisciplined. He's so undisciplined. I think he's a liability because his teammates never know where he'll pop up. Or whether he's doing the job he's been assigned. I, I, I mean, I, I think that was his um, referring to Alan Judge. I think that was his best performance this season. On yeah. yeah, I think we again we covered this. He's obviously got this problem with his kid and the the QPR speculation and the moving yeah. and yeah. Dan and so yeah. We're, yeah. yeah. But thanks for that, Izzy. Um, I think you're, we're most in agreement. Um, this is from um, Slowerball. Good evening, Jeebs. Good evening, Ashes. <laughs> Love the show. <laughs> uh, going okay, still some issues. Not totally convincing or consistent, albeit winning games and have played really well at times. Couple of things that may have been covered. Tickets. <laughs> there wasn't such a scramble for away tickets last year for obvious reasons, and also we were playing at bigger grounds in the majority of, case, of cases. 
The club should react to such demand, but may I remind the fans of what Fred Ponton used to say, book early, one for the junior blues. Oh, yeah, book early, he used to say. Yeah, that's one for the junior blues, apparently. don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> what are you smoking, Jess Lerbal? Um Postponements due to international fixtures, so he's basically covered everything that we've been talking about. The club has made the right decision, in my opinion. Why limit your options when we still have several injured players and the manager wants to pick his best eleven? We think some fans are getting carried away. I recognise fans have to plan, etc., but strongly feel that having games in hand will be to our advantage. Keep smiling. God bless Teddy Bishop. He doesn't like Teddy Bishop, by the way. <laughs> Thoughts? Um, yeah, uh, it, it's got very good points there, and, and I think the final point you made there was uh, Teddy Bishop. Uh, we haven't heard much about him this no. season, have we? No. And I, I, I no, don't know no where he's coming back. This injury. Nobody's heard really anything. He was pen- I think he was penciled in for an October return. Um, but I mean, I haven't even seen him train him with the first team. Not that I'm down training the ground. But um, um, when, did, when did you start at Portman Road? Then uh, <laughs> yeah, you haven't told us that. <laughs> you work for Bielsa, don't you? Well, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't comment. Marcelo Bielsa. <laughs> I keep, I one. keep hoping Teddy Bishop will rise like a Felix and Phoenix and prove you know what? slow a ball wrong, but he doesn't. It would have been perfect for players like Teddy Bishop and Jack Lancaster among you know amongst oh, yeah. others. But those two, yeah, those and and Dizel, you know. We seem to be missing Dezel mostly all the time, um, but Bishop and Lancaster to play in this division would have really, you know, given them some kind of platform to build on in their careers. Um, I think it's a real shame that they are injured at this this moment in time, um, because they could be a victim of our success. I think, you know, we we may not see them in the future because of how well we get on this year. Yeah. Quickly, what are your thoughts about Hughes? Because he played a full, nearly the full game against MK Dons, I think, and they hasn't looking, played hardly since. Looking, looking really sharp. He is, but um, didn't appear. A lot of competition. We've got to remember yeah. now in this midfield, and, and this is where the argument comes. Flynn Downs is, and Flynn Downs and Cold Scoots are playing out of their skin at the moment. Mm. John Nolan, undoubtedly the best attack midfielder we have. Definitely. Yeah. And it should be starting every game. Okay, guys. Well, you've got less than 30 seconds to, to predict Saturday's result. Yeah, another healthy win, I hope. That's a hard game. They Three haven't one. lost for 18 Three years. One really? Nil. Yeah, I mean, they're unbeaten at home since February 19th, I think it was. Yeah. But, you know, that's until this Saturday, in my opinion. So. Thanks, Thanks, guys. We've yeah. got to go. <laughs> Cheers for that, Graham. Till next week. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>